All right, my friends, now we are in Thursday, third week of Advent. This is going to be episode 193, Thursday, the third week of Advent. Entrance Antiphon, you, O Lord, are close and all your ways are truth. From of old I have known of your decrees, for you are eternal. So this is from Psalm 119. You, O Lord, are close and all your ways are truth. From of old I have known of your decrees, for you are eternal. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Kiri elision, kiri elision, kiri elision. Christe elision, Christe elision, Christe elision. Kiri elision, kiri elision, kiri elision. Unworthy servants that we are, O Lord, grieved by the guilt of our deeds, we pray that you may gladden us by the saving advent of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you and the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay, so now we are in the third week of Advent. We are on Thursday. And we're going to continue. Um, I hope you guys get a chance to see the um, the Chosen um, Messenger special. Uh, you can go on YouTube. And check it out right now it's available you can try to skip through all the evangelical singing uh and get to the story it's really good or i mean right now even with the app you still have to do it on there but it's worth it it's really worth it i think it's a great show to check out and everything it's also wonderful you get to learn exactly why the angel said a sign shall be given to you because it turns out swaddling clothes was meant for the new baby lamb the new baby lamb, when it's born, when you wrap it up in swaddling clothes, so it doesn't get injured, so it won't be, uh, it won't have blemish. It's a sign for not just a sacrifice, but for the Passover. It becomes the Passover lamb. So now we understand why that was a sign, because it was a sign that he is truly the sacrificial lamb that would be take away our sins. It's great. You get to learn, you know, you get to learn new stuff. It's great. Okay, so let's go to the um, reading. A reading from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 1 to 10. Like a forsaken wife, the Lord has called you back. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Raise a glad cry, barren one who did not bear. Break forth in jubilant song, you who were not in labor. For more numerous are the children of the deserted wife than the children of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the space for your tent. Spread out your tent clothes unsparingly. Lengthen, lengthen your robes and make firm your stakes. For you shall spread abroad to the right and to the left. Your descendants shall... Uh, dispossess the nations and shall people the desert the desolate cries fear not you shall not be put to shame you need not blush for you shall not be disgraced the shame of your youth shall you shall forget 
the reproach of your widowhood no longer remember. For he who has become your husband is your master. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your Redeemer is the Holy Ones of Israel. God called God, called God of all the earth. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, called God of all the earth. The Lord calls you back like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife married in youth and take and then cast off, says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with great tenderness I, I will take you back. In an outburst of wrath for a moment I hid my face from you, but with enduring love I take pity on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. This is for me, like the days of Noah, when I swore that the waters of, of Noah shall never again dilute the earth, so I have sworn not to be angry with you or to rebuke you. Though the mountains leave their place and the hills be taken, my love shall, come, uh, shall, shall never leave you nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord who has mercy on you, on you. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Psalm 30. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the, the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime, his goodwill. At, at nightfall, weeping enters in, but with the dawn rejoicing. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You change my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever I will give you thanks. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. One more time. I will extol you, Lord, for you draw me close and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks uh, to his holy name. For, for his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime his goodwill. A nightfall weeping, um, weeping enters in with the dawn rejoicing. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Hear, O Lord, have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You change my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give you thanks. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Amen. Whenever we go through a moment of crisis, panic, and fear, uh, we should always learn, we should learn the Psalms. You should carry at least a pocketbook of Psalms with the New Testament and Read it, read it, and remember, memorize certain psalms, especially when, when a moment of crisis or fear or you're scared, something is coming over you. The psalms are great. Um, there's a scene 
in the film The Messengers, the chosen film, there's a scene where a young actress playing the, the Blessed Mother, where she quotes a psalm and says, Oh my God, my soul thirsts for you like a dry, weary, weary land without water. That's a beautiful, beautiful, where it feels like, you, you know, you, you're scared and they were fine because they haven't found a place alone to privacy to give birth to to, to her child, which is going to be Christ the Lord. And she desperately needs to find a place. This is important. Learn, learn prayer, learn prayer, learn to memorize things or carry the book with you and focus on that particular Psalm that grabs your attention. Focus on it. It's fantastic. All right, let's move on to the gospel. Now the gospel. And the Alleluia Antiphon. Alleluia, Alleluia. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. All flesh shall see the salvation of our God. Alleluia, Alleluia. And the gospel reading is from Luke chapter 7, verse 24 to 30. John is, John is the messenger who prepares the way of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Amen. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind. Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments, those who dressed luxuriously and lived sumptuously, are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom Scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law who were not baptized by him rejected the plan of God for themselves. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Jesus gives a praise to John the Baptist. Among those born of women, no one is greater than John, John, John the Baptist. Yet, the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. So, yet, it's, it's really amazing because the two are so connected. The purpose of John's entire existence was to prepare the way, to pave the way for the Lord. To pave the way for the Lord. And that's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful and it's true. Yet, you know, this was after the followers of John left because it starts off when the messengers of John the Baptist left 
Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John because people wanted to know his his opinion about John. They wanted to know the connection between him and John. And the beautiful part is that he gives praise to John the Baptist's mother, who Elizabeth, by the way, when she heard Mary's greeting, gave praise to Mary by calling her the mother of her Lord. It's John the Baptist is the last line of the Old Testament prophets. And in many ways, he's the first of the New Testament prophets, the last of the old and the first of the new. One foot in the old covenant line and, and one foot in the new covenant line. We know him more in the new covenant line because he's he was never accepted by the people of Israel to this day. At least by non-believing Jews, Jews who do not believe in, in, the, in the gospel, um, who reject it. But a lot of Messianic Jews accept John, son of Zechariah, as a, as a prophet. And John was martyred. Soon after this, it won't be long uh, for John the Baptist to be beheaded by Herod Antipas. Technically, is a pressure by Herodias. She kind of paints, she, she kind of corners him, uh, you know, in his birthday with her daughter. He lusts after Herodias's daughter. But yet at the same time, Jesus says, the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And because many of us who come after I think generations who come after, generations 2,000 years removed. Now, we are, are still telling the story, are still searching for God. There are many people now in this generation who are going to be lonely with no families. I was just listening to a podcast by Dinesh D'Souza. There are many people who are not going to be married with no children, no families. They're going to find themselves alone. Find themselves like regret with a lot of regrets, regrets um, of the choices in their lives and despaired by meaning, meaning of life. What is the purpose and meaning of life? And I think we're going to see a lot of people uh, emotionally hurt who feel abandoned, alone, and many people with depression, possibly even a lot of suicide, angry, angry with themselves, angry with, you know, because it takes a lot to admit, to admit that you made a bad choice, that you made a, you made a bad choice in life. Many people now are not getting married. Many people are having uh, children, Later in life, and many people are, are going to be regretful because they're going to also be divorces, possibly. And many women are having raising children alone, maybe, you know. But the population, especially those who, who identify themselves politically and socially on the left, are the ones who are going to be very much alone. I know a lot of people in my job who are not married with no kids, unhappy. 
a little honk uh, car horn outside. And I think, you know, I know a lot of them. I see a lot of uh, at my job. Uh, I work at a museum and there's a lot of people who elderly people who go to the museum as some place to go. They, do, they, they don't have anything. They come by. I see a lot of elderly, real old people who go to the museum desperately as some place to be, some place to, to hang around uh, as a hobby, as a pastime. And art is a very poor substitute for really for loneliness, really. You know, I I remember seeing someone with a bag. Your 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 life changes when you when when you experience art or something like that, and that is a lot of hogwash. That is a lot of hogwash. All right, I mean, does the person go through some profound changes? Does it make them a better person? Does it make them spiritually better? Does it make them love their neighbor more? Does it make you want to go out and make and 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 uh? change the world no people who are into the art world are very very narcissistic they art for art's sake is narcissism okay it's 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 these are these are very self-centered people they don't love the world they don't love their fellow man they don't love people they don't want to change they're selfish people the gospel of christ changes you It gives you purpose. John the Baptist was a single man. You can, one could say an aesthetic. He really wasn't a hermit. He didn't stay out in the wilderness to, uh, no, he, he went out to the wilderness to experience God, to pray and to find, to hear the voice of God. And then he came back to preach the word of God. To his fellow Israelites, mainly, you know, his fellow Israelites, yes, to his fellow man, and to prepare the world for what's going to be a life-changing thing, a, a, a great cosmic change, redemption, salvation of, of, of all flesh. He preached the gospel. He, he told people not to be self-centered. He told tax collectors not to extort more than what's required, not to take more than what's required of them. He told soldiers to not abuse their power. He told uh, religious leaders who, who, who mainly live for themselves to, you know, to, to not, you know, to, to he called them hypocrites because they abuse, they use religion for their own personal gain. He told people to, to change their ways, to get rid of their egos, their pride, by by telling them to make the, stri- the the crooked way straight, to bring the mountains out, to bring their egos and their pride and their vanity down, to prepare for the way of our Lord, to pray for the way of the for God, to repent. All right, and that's this is what he did. This is what John the Baptist did. All right. He didn't cut himself off from the world. Jesus himself didn't cut himself off from the world. He didn't tell the apostles to cut the. He told them not to follow the way of the world. He told them to to go change the world, to go out and preach and teach the gospel and baptize everyone. 
to every to every nation. John John the Baptist was preparing the way for the Lord, for the Lord Christ. And the problem with the world today, it's self-centeredness. It's pridefulness. It's vanity. It's a high ego. It's it's not it's a, it's basically locking God out of their hearts. And what the what happens is they wound up re, reaping the benefits of of a, of a selfish, conceited life. And basically, a, winding up with a very bitter, lonely life. Okay. We're all upset with our phones. We're all upset with entertainment. We're all in, we're all distracted. And that's what the devil wants. He wants us distracted. He wants us not, you know, and, and we wind up hating people because there's more hatred now. There's more racism now. There's more uh, pridefulness and vanity now than any, than any time. I, th- I have to say it has to be. The world, the world is a much more gloomy. My mom was telling me it just, things feel so bad like something bad is going to happen and usually it's true something bad is going to happen something terrible is about to happen i don't know what it is but i hope and pray that 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 people turn to god they turn to god i pray that people turn to god you know Scary, but it's true. All right, let's say the Our Father in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, grant us your peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.